Well, good afternoon. Welcome, everyone. Good afternoon. Good morning. Good evening, wherever you are uh, around the world. You may be listening to this podcast. Welcome to Marketing with Webo. Uh, my name is Jerry Wallace. I'm head of marketing here at Webo Digital. Uh, I'm joined by Julian Wallace, our founder, alongside our project managers, uh, Bippin Tharpa and Trilution Kapka. Uh, today, we're going to have a conversation around the uh, importance of thoroughly planning a website build. So um, often we see website projects um, jumped into without actually being planned out correctly and, and having the time and the thought and the effort and the, to um, actually think through the process of how that website could be built to best suit, suit the uh, user and um, how they could get the best experience and ultimately um, get what they're looking for as they're um, surfing on the internet, looking for your products, your services. Um, I'd like to just put to you, Julian, what, what, what some feelings that you might have around why it's so important to plan a website thoroughly? Um, I would start off by saying the biggest thing when planning a website is if we don't have, you know, if we haven't put out what's in our head down on paper, a lot of the time when, from our experience from dealing with clients, you know, they've got, They've got a clear vision in their head of what they want, but it's the skill of taking that vision um, from their head and putting it onto paper and into something that can actually be turned into a representation of, of what their vision is. Um, alignment between the website designers and developers um, with that company or that stakeholder's vision is is the most important part is what I feel of a plan because a lot of the time you can start... Uh, I go, Someone may come to you and say, yeah, no, I want a website. Um, I've got a reference site. I really want a website like this. Um, and if you just go off that, it's very, very difficult. Uh, the client could have, you know, a million different variables in their, in their mind with what they're actually, you know, different little parts of that website of what they like and different increases and all of those different things where um, it, they need to be taken into account and put them down into a plan is what I would say. Yeah, I think that's that's very um, interesting what you say. I mean, often we find that we, you know we have a certain way that something may may look in our head, but when we get it on paper, it um, it, it presents differently, and we can consider the situation and what our um, end objective is is um, into what we're trying to achieve, and we might might change things up a bit. So certainly, um, one we're very strong on that here at Weber in the terms of the planning out of a website a blueprint we call it i mean we wouldn't build a house without a set of defined and clear plans on how that was going to be going to be built how it was started from foundation through to uh the roof going on so i think that would be uh, a fairly um plain simple concept we put to to websites here i think probably another important thing um I, we see not seen is that uh People build websites for themselves, not for their their users, and that can be a, a big problem. They're too close to it. They probably build their site for what they feel is is looks good and how it works best and the flow of it. And quite often, it needs some deeper analysis to um, understand the the user. Um, we go through quite a detailed process here in terms of defining. Um, the buyer persona, the user, the target audience to um, understand what makes them tick. Uh, 
Bepin, did you have anything that you, from your experience um, in this area, that you'd like to just add to that? Yeah, thanks, Sadie. So, one of the reasons, you know, you create a website, you create a website is to, you know, go to what's your customers and let them know that you are there in the market, right? But the thing is, the end result, the website, this is not you particularly used by you, you know, like, like you mentioned earlier, if you are an yeah. owner, if you think that, you know, you want to make the website as for your liking, then I think that would be one of the major mistakes that, you know, any owner of the website or business makes. So what uh, anyone, like any company or any business, what they need to understand is they are making the website for their customers and mm -hmm. they need to understand what the customers want. And the, Absolutely. Yeah, the, and it, I've seen like many businesses, you know, like they make these mistakes and I think that's where we come in. Absolutely. I, I, I'm sure that's, that's, that's good. What, what you're um, like reinforcing there is that you, you want the best experience for your ideal customer on your site. So when they hit your website, they know immediately what you do. Um, and they know the next step and the, a clear pathway to ultimately what you want as the business is them converting and becoming your paying customer. Um, what, what problems have you seen try um, when it comes to, you know, when, when things haven't been planned out properly and Julian, you might like to add something to this as well, but what are the, some of the typical problems that we've seen when, when the, this, this planning process hasn't been, been followed and, and, and got sorted out and cleared up before, um, you know, the websites kicked off to being built. Yeah, thank you, Jerry. So one of the major things that happens when a website isn't planned and strategized properly, a website project is not strategized properly, is that the consequent phases of the website project becomes very difficult to proceed forward with. And what I mean by that is they the development phase and the design phase uh, struggle because of a lack of information that was extracted yes. during, during the strategic planning phase. Because, you know, if they don't have the enough information to create the kind of website that the customer is wanting, then it will ultimately lead to a poor product. <clears throat> so <clears throat> essentially, we need to make sure that in the strategic planning phase, all the needs brand information, target audience and demographic, and the core purpose of the site is uncovered and documented so that the consequent phases have everything they need to undergo their part of the project successfully. Another, like pro just... another... Sorry, go and try. Yeah, another problem that I see when it comes to websites that are not planned properly would be the arising of the scope creep it, it is one of the yes, most yes for sure it is one of the most dreaded things for any project manager to come across and uh, because it just essentially 
breaks down the process and the timeline of the project in itself because when it comes to scope creeps it just ruins everything you know the beforehand planning goes out of the window and and that usually happens if the scope of the project is not clearly defined and established because you know if there's a lot of wiggle room and a lot of loopholes in the scope then scope creep will happen eventually and that will come back to bite us in the backside so obviously we need to make sure that the scope is defined so that you know we don't face this problem <laughs> you don't like getting bitten in the backside there. <laughs> yeah, obviously. No, no, it's very good. Scope creep is, is no one wins out of scope creep, do they? I was just going to jump in here win. quickly, and I want to elaborate on that, sorry, to cut you guys off, but that with exactly what Tri is just saying with scope creep is that it, it, it breaks down the process of a plan, so there's two sides to that. <clears throat> if you've planned properly and... Uh, you always we're always going to come up against something like you know scope creep, but we can very much limit that by how well it is planned. Um, and you know scope creep can be can be a natural thing that happens even if you have planned really well, but mostly it's a result of not being planned. Um, you know a website build not being planned thoroughly enough, and questions not being asked of that. You know client who wants the site built um you know to to get out the finer details of of that and and an example of that would be an integration with another system sorry you're going to say something yeah yeah sorry i was just didn't mean to interrupt i was just going to say just for for listeners in our audience that probably don't fully understand the definition of what scope creep is and what it looks like do you want to just give a bit of a breakdown of that yep um scope creep essentially is we may be provided with um a website and some very <clears throat> 10,000 foot view, you know, goals and that um, where they haven't been clearly defined. And and if we go off and embark on, on building that or designing that, it may come to a point where the, the client says, oh, oh, but I thought it was going to include this. And I thought this feature was included. And I thought, you know, when this happened, uh, that you've built the integration to do this. And <clears throat> that then leads to obviously lengthy delays, um, it, it can hurt budget-wise with a blowout, and essentially it can also break a lot of what's already been done due to the fact that, it, you know, that wasn't planned for. Um, and that's why with, you know, with our website blueprint process, we're trying to eliminate those things by planning the website um, to the finest detail every time. And my example was with an integration, you may have someone come to, to us and say, you know, we want to integrate, you know, want to build a new website. We want it on WordPress. We want it to be top notch, but it needs to integrate with our CRM, which we use um, as HubSpot and our ERP is NetSuite, you know, and we, we need to take our online orders, our quotes, everything needs to be integrated and we want that to work. That's great. That's awesome. But you need to then dig a bit deeper than that and find out what they expect to be integrated. You know, if, if a certain action happens on the website, let's say a user registers, you know, what does that do in NetSuite? And, and not just, oh, it creates a contact in NetSuite. What information does it transfer across? How does it do that? You know, what does the sync involve? And every one of those details needs to be finally outlined because, we've been there we've had that experience where you know a client has had a vision 
um but it hasn't you know we haven't fully understood that and what we envisaged for them was was not what they expected yeah okay that, that, that's good uh, one thing i was just going to throw out there and ask him say say in this whole what, process you know it could be said that maybe it's too you know you you going a bit over the top with the details here and trying to plan it all out you know but i want to throw this one at you like what happens okay if it's sort of roughly you get a bit of an idea you've done a proposal to the client yeah we can do that and then halfway through the project <coughs> they come and throw a big curveball at you like oh this is what a feature that we'd really like to include now in this site um i know we didn't really discuss it too much at the start probably not at all but you know how hard it wouldn't be that hard would it just to um sort of steer course a bit and include that in this in this project would it i mean give us give us a bit of an idea of what that what effect that can have on a project well it's a good question because if you know clients can sometimes sometimes they don't necessarily understand the gravity of of an effect a certain you know especially if we're talking the technicalities of a of a complex integration or you know, a, a custom build or a custom tool that we've developed specifically for them, it, it really can have a knock-on effect um, with this kind of line of work. You can, you know, if, if someone comes along and we've built a, a custom integration for them um, and we, we scoped all that, we documented that and we built it as per that document um, and then halfway through the process they say to us, you know, we want to add this in, um, it really throws off the entire process that we had put in place to not only design that website but also develop it um and we could you know we've seen um we've had experience ourselves of where things like this have caused hundreds of hours of extra development um not not just a, it's not just a five minute change or you know even a couple of hours that you know we just want to move this around but when you're dealing with this level of customization um something that isn't planned for properly can really have a serious impact when you're 60 70 80 percent down the road and you want to throw throw something in there not saying that in saying that it's not saying that it can't be done um and that it's it's you know impossible to do that's not the point it's just the facts are you, we should be spending just as much time on our planning as we do on the design and build. Yes, um, yes. And so I, that, that was coming to my next question, and I mean, I, I would, from what what you're saying, that it just emphasises even more the importance of the whole planning stage, the blueprint stage, where the hard <laughs> questions are asked, the um the whole process and outcomes looked at and defined, delved into, so that the journey is mapped before building even begins developing even begins coding even starts um so that we're, we're starting with the the full end you know end in mind so to speak would you say yeah definitely i would say i think it kind of leads on to um you know the question of you know what's the biggest benefit of of investing in planning um, and I know the project managers will have a lot to say on this, but, you know, the biggest benefit of investing, you know, your time, obviously, as well as money into planning it before you start and your design and development. Well, in, in my experience, from spending that time and money or investing that time and money um, in that planning phase actually saves time and money in your design and development. Um, it's 
it's far yeah, more it's essentially it's essentially what you what you're throwing then what 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 the developers the designers the team that actually build this thing are actually setting off with the fully detailed roadmap and manual on how they're going to put it all together correct that's Definitely. that's that's where it comes in Definitely, and that's why I'd say I think Bippen will have a bit more on this. But you know, if if we if we don't, we've spoken about it quite a lot already. But if you don't put that time into planning, um, I've no. Where I've spoken to multiple developers, obviously, in uh, in my experience, but all of them come back to the same thing: is half of the struggle is the plan. Um, it's not necessarily you know coding is a very technical skill. Um, and, and same with design, very creative skill, but half of the, uh, half of that skill or half of that, um, you know, area is, is made up by what plan they're provided to start with, but be more, yeah. more on that. Sure. Yeah. yeah you sure. project, project dudes, give us a bit more on what you're thinking about this. Yeah, sure. Sure. Uh, the thing like what Julian mentioned was, you know, it's really important to understand, uh, what goes into planning. And you know how much the background work takes. Like it takes heaps and heaps of amount of time to just create that that you know flexed out requirement analysis or the blueprint itself as well. So if it's like if you don't have that that blueprint, then the coding and you know developing the website, even the design, it's not going to work. Like and I have experienced this with. Uh, one of the projects that I was working on thing what happened was like there was a plan we're working on it uh, it was near to you know completion and uh, our deadline was there the deadline was just two days ago you know the, just two days ahead and the thing is we're just testing the website and I figured out that I figured out that there's a one of the function is not working Right. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. so then it, it ultimately comes down to the planning stage, right? You have the coders, you have the developers, they can do the thing, but yeah. Yeah. the main point, point, what we're missing was the planning phase. You know, we didn't plan that accordingly. Like we didn't yeah. saw that. We didn't even saw that. And the reason why is we didn't work out more on planning phase. And yeah. Absolutely. One thing. Yeah, definitely. And one thing, you know, like, uh, like uh, Julian already mentioned that the more you invest time and money, the more you save, uh, you know, in the, the overall scope of the project. Yeah, it, like, absolutely. Yeah. Like, so the more you put into planning and um, the, the quicker the, the other part, the, the building part of it goes. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. that's where you, where you can make it up. Try. And just sorry, to... sorry, go on. Yeah, sorry to cut you off, but the thing, you know, like what I want to add two more things so that yeah, yeah, the advantage, ahead. the advantage that you get when, you know, you have better plan and you have asked the hard questions and better questions is that you get better results and you avoid disappointments, you know, yeah. even that be with your team or with the client itself. Absolutely. So I think, you know, those are the best things that you can get from better plan. The, the the detail plan the blueprint ensures that there's no surprises <coughs> later on it? It, it plays yeah. it out all beforehand and 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 it, you can see what it's going to look like you see the time that it's going to take 
Oh, that's great, mate. Appreciate that. Troy, I just wondered how much easier your life is when you have a um, when you're managing a project uh, website build when you've got a full detailed blueprint. Is it any easier, or is it just you know? Yeah, definitely, it's much easier. The reason I think we should plan a website and strategically <clears throat> map it out is to make our job easier in the other steps of the website project. And by easier, we mean more efficient, so we can then pass yeah. that through to our clients. Is um, you know, I think that's probably part of what you mean, is it? Yes, definitely. Easier for us, easier for our clients, and easier for our team to execute their part of the project. Because if they have everything they need, then there won't be any uh, confusions, any surprises, and they will be able to do their job, their part of the project, in a seamless manner. The other f things that I feel about you know, creating a website plan that is strategic and concise and thorough is that it essentially helps us to create the foundation and the roadmap for the entire project. If we have the entire project mapped out in our head, then it's very easy for us to go through it and see it off to completion. There won't be many stumbling blocks and plateaus in the project if we have everything mapped out. Yeah, and, doc and documented in, into that, into yeah. what we, we, we call our, our website blueprint. Yeah, I'm sure. Yes. Yep, definitely, Jerry. And I would say this principle is applicable to a website of any size, whether it be a bigger website, you know, with a lot of technical intricacies that need to go well for the entire website project to go well, or a smaller website with very limited number of pages. Uh, planning phase is very, very important. And the more time and money you invest in it, the easier the subsequent phases will be. That's yeah, the, the principle still remains the same regardless of the size of the project. I'm sure yes. that's 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 good. Yeah. I just want to jump in here quickly again, but just to mention one thing that hasn't it's been covered off a little bit, but you know, earlier around saying um, about building your website for like encouraging business owners and stakeholders to build their website for their customers, not themselves, which is a very valid point. But a point that comes up in this planning phase and something that should be addressed is your buyer personas, your target market and, and competitive research. It gives you an opportunity to look at who your real target is. Um, and a lot of businesses will say, yeah, we know who our target customers are, you know, we just we just target everyone and the point of it is is that they, they're, they're really as we say uh, selling to no one but the point of it is that hasn't even been thought about uh, you can have the best designed website in the world and if it, if it doesn't work for your customers you're going to get no conversions um, and a lot of that comes into play with how you know it's planned beforehand who who are the people that are going to be using this what's the user journey also looking at you know the competitive research of it you know what are others doing in their industry you know what who's the who's the gold standard here and maybe there is no gold standard but but it helps to um to do that research and know where you stand but also know the opportunities that that provides you but as mentioned at the very start is the the biggest thing who, who is going to be using this website? What's their end goal and what, what journey are they going to take? And, and a lot of the time when, when people go to get websites built, very seldom have I seen those questions asked. 
I think that's that's a very important point. Um, uh, to get me started, but my one of my passions is the buyer persona. I mean, we, it's the foundation of everything that you do. Um, without doing it, I mean, you, you mentioned there that you know some businesses will say to you, "Yeah, I know who my customer is," but then you start digging into some of the deeper questions, the more you know, more detailed questions of how your actual your ideal customer behaves, how they operate, what they you know what groups they belong to what websites they visit like that all that type of thing is is a massive part of, of how a website is put together to work for them not you and by the way guys you can get get a um a download free free resource off our website um there's a template there step-by-step guide um webodigital.com.au uh you can feel free to head over there and download that you can read through it and it Give you a bit of an overview of what we're talking about, but that's the most important thing that you can do um, before you do any marketing. So, would that be your copywriter, your your website, your even even print, even a brochure you want to print up? You need to define your ideal customer, your buyer persona, before going on those doing those exercises. Did you have um anything else to to add to that last question there at all, Try? You know the benefits of investing, putting the money up front, putting the time up front, buying into your website plan before before even thinking about starting to um, head down the development track. Yes, I have some few things I would like to add, Jerry. Thank you for the opportunity. Again, with when it comes to you know the customer persona and the customer journey of a website, the main questions that we need to be asking the stakeholders are. What needs does the site address for its target customers? Absolutely. What are the problems that it solves for them? And what are the functionality that the website must possess in order to address these needs and problems? These are the fundamental things that we need to be asking and retrieving the answers so that we can document it and make it clear for our team and our resource so that they know what it's needed to create this website. I think that that's very good. I think it just again highlights the importance of what we've been going over, like understanding your customer. So um, how important that is to uh, giving them the experience that is creates the most frictionless journey possible for them to do business with you. I think it's been said that people don't necessarily buy the cheapest products, but they buy the ones that they can understand the fastest. So that's just a good thing to keep in mind in terms of how you're presenting yourself particularly on digitally on the on the internet, which is so much of what marketing is about in this day and age. Well, guys, that's uh, wraps up our episode for today. Um, thanks for listening, and uh, feel free to visit us online www.webodigital.com.au. Thanks and goodbye.